Welcome to Out of the Mouth of Babes, the podcast for our future leaders. Today we have a very special guest in the house, Mr. Ron Itnire. Ron, as you know, is running for the Democrat City Council at large. But before I turn it over to Ron, I'm going to have the two students that are here with us introduce themselves what they're interested in, what grade they're in, um, and then we're going to turn it over to Ron. So starting with you. My name's Meadow Bain. I'm a 12th grader at Richmond High School. I'm interested in all sorts of art and just creating anything that comes to mind, really. Um, yeah. Uh, my name is Yuvraj Pajapati. I go to the Richmond High School. I'm in 10th grade, and... My interests are like music and making music. All right. Now, Mr. Ron, tell us a little bit about you, your background, where you're from, all of the above. Uh, uh, well, um, uh, my name is Dr. Ron Entnire, but please call me Ron. Um, I uh, was raised on a, a farm in Illinois, uh, went to the University of Illinois, and ended up getting a degree in genetics uh, and then a degree in plant pathology, so dead plants. Uh, as a kind of aside, my, my mother-in-law asks, so what's wrong with this plant? And it's, well, it's sick. It's like, well, what should I do for it? And I'm like, just get a new one. <laughs> um, I, uh, my, my wife and I moved here in uh, 1999 when she got a job at Indiana University East. Uh, I worked in the industry for, uh, uh, seed corn industry for 10 years uh, before I moved to uh, teaching at Indiana University East where I teach biology, introductory biology, microbiology, things along those lines. Uh, have been very active in the community. Um, we raised our daughter here. She graduated from uh, Richmond High School in 2020 as part of the unfortunate COVID um, uh, class that lost their graduation to COVID. Uh, she's currently a junior at uh, Indiana University in Bloomington uh, studying environmental science, and we're so very proud of, of her and the accomplishments that she was able to do here uh, going through the Richmond Community Schools and, and graduating from the high school. Uh, been involved in the uh, 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 general community, uh, Richmond Civic Theater. Uh, I've lost track of how many shows I've been involved with. Um, and um, also have uh, served on several community boards. Uh, currently, I'm on the Street Tree Commission. I've served as the president of that board for several uh, several times. Been on there since 2005. And I'm also on the, uh, the county solid waste recycle board. Um, has served as the chair of that as well. So kind of fits into that uh, passion that I have for the environment. So, All righty. Well, we're going to turn it over to the students. And please start asking questions. Make sure you guys are close up on the mic. So what specific plans do you have to address affordable housing in our city? Uh, affordable housing. Um, one of the... Uh, one of the things that I would like to kind of follow along with the the, the mayor is going to working on a plan to bring back what was known as the Human Rights Commission um, to be able to address uh, and be able to work with community members to um, uh, address the issues that they're having in their housing. Um, it would be nice, um, and I haven't figured out the exact way of of uh, addressing this per se. 
But if an individual is able to buy a house that's in a moderately dilapidated condition that could be working with repairs, if they put the money into the repairs, what would happen, unfortunately, is the value of the house would go up, their taxes would go up, and they probably couldn't afford to stay there. If there would be a tax holiday, a property tax holiday that would allow them to keep investing in repairing that house, rebuilding the house, um, to making it livable for them, um, that would be a way of encouraging home ownership as in an affordable setting. And that is a very, very, how shall I say, challenging issue that it wouldn't take just one council member. It would have to be, you know, the entire group that would have to be working on that. What initiatives and or policies would you prioritize to address homelessness in our city? Again, kind of a continuing on with that question is working to have affordable housing um, uh, so that there would be the options for individuals that don't have the financial means to, um, you know, afford more expensive housing. Um, Realistically, there might be some zoning issues that could be done from the city level, um, but a lot of this is independent financial um, institutions, businesses that would be running those situations, but making uh, the opportunities available for as many people as possible would be one of the things that I would encourage. So how will you work towards improving access to healthcare services for all residents, especially those in more marginalized communities? Another... Very good question. The, uh, again, thinking about it from the standpoint of the city council, there wouldn't be a lot that would be able to be done within that. Um, the main job of the city council is to address budgets um, within, uh, you know, the mayor puts together a budget, city council approves or, or votes against it, may be able to make some changes to it. The benefit that Richmond has is um, the state has... Uh, put together an initiative that is putting a lot of money into the Wayne County Health Department. Um, so expanding medical options um, uh, and medical um, opportunities for individuals to, to get some of the health care that they really desperately need. And, and I know there are so many individuals that just don't have the available health care that they, they so justly need. Um, again, probably in the role as a city council, it would be more of advocating for uh, more of those opportunities for as many individuals, many of the residents of Richmond and Wayne County as possible. Can you explain your stance on promoting diversity, inclusion, and equality within our community? I am a strong proponent of diversity. Um, I actually just came from um, an interfaith uh, gathering um, out at... Um, uh, first friends meeting uh, this uh, this afternoon. That's where I was just immediately before this. Uh, as they mentioned at this, there are probably uh, uh, there was a video that was shown, and there were th uh, individuals from uh, at least thirty eight nations were involved with that. Um, Richmond, and that one of the the presenters said there are probably thirty eight nations represented in Richmond, um, and that diversity should be and is a strength of this community. Um, and so I would do anything that I possibly could to help uh, uh, recognize that, honor it, expand it as best as I could in my in a role as, as a city council member. So could you uh, explain your strategy or plans for improving the education and providing equal opportunities for all students? Um, 
well, and, and uh, one of the things, again, uh, city council doesn't really have anything to do with what's going on in the school district. Um, in my recent past, I actually ran for Richmond's community school board, um, uh, was first runner up. Education is such a crucial part of uh, the future of the city. So it, more, again, as a role as an advocate um, to improve as best we can public education in the city of Richmond is, is, is vital for the economic and diversity uh, issue for the entire city. So there wouldn't be anything directly within the realm of um, what's with the, uh, what a city council member would be doing but you could be sure that I would be a strong advocate for, for that. Uh, how do you plan to engage with the youth population and involve them in more dis in, in decision-making processes that affect their future? Um, I am amazed and I'm pleased to find out about this podcast. <laughs> um, it's it's um, important for our future for individuals and, and, and finding out about uh, uh, individuals like yourselves. Um, that are doing these kind of uh, podcasts. So I would actually come back to you and say, when can I meet with you? <laughs> um, what can I, where, where can we do to get you more involved? Um, uh, one thing I did think, and it was in there, is have internships. I, I would encourage the, the city administration to have internships for what does a mayor do? What does a city council member do? Uh, you know, it invite you to excuse me. Invite you to meetings um, and participate in the dis, you know, oh, you know, we're, uh, one of the the positions that the Richmond City Council is involved is with with Richmond Power and Light. Did, uh, were you aware of that? That that the Richmond Power and Light uh, board is actually the City Council because we have a public utility here. It, it is a. A, a wonderful asset that the city of Richmond has to have its own electric utility. I've lived here for 24 years, and I believe I've lost power maybe four times in that in that amount of time. I think it is the dedication of the city, or the employees at Richmond Power and Light, with the guidance of the the city council board, because they're reporting directly to the people. I'd take you on tours of things like that. Take students on tours of the sewer treatment plant. Take you on tours of the Richmond uh, sanitary landfill to say, here's one of the drinks we don't have our trash being shipped off I, we're we're working hmm? i've been to all four of those oh you have been to all four of those outstanding outstanding i have quite a few of my college students that don't know where they are so i appreciate you haven't been there so you know getting getting students involved as best i can uh, and through groups like yours uh, so this kind of goes along with that how do we keep our youth involved in a way that makes them realize their role in building the community uh, again, you're playing a part of it right here. Um, uh, my daughter was involved in a variety of things. Uh, we encouraged her to participate in various things. You mentioned uh, being uh, involved in interest in the arts. Um, it's one of the strengths of Richmond. Um, so trying to um, encourage that participation um, anywhere that I possibly could, um, I think would be... Uh, I would try to do that. I do it with my students at the university, and uh, so I would continue doing that with younger group of students, it sounds like, that are interested. That's nice. <laughs> um, uh, how do you think that we can encourage our young talent to stay local once they graduate high school or their secondary education? Um, 
by providing opportunities here. We need to have economic opportunities. We need to have, as you've, as the first set of questions that you came up with, housing opportunities. There needs to be a vibrant um, life for them here uh, to encourage them to uh, either stay for college here or uh, coming back after they have gone to college somewhere else. So it's providing those opportunities are going to be a, a key part of that. How do we provide affordable, respectable housing for our, for our citizens of lesser resources, and how does your vision differ from past low-income housing models? Um, uh, there needs to be, and um, it's on the books. We have the Human Rights Commission is on the books as being um, the place where people who are um, having difficulties with their housing. That's one of the main groups that went through that. Uh, it was defunded, I can't remember how many years ago. Uh, so it's on the books. It, it's supposed to be available, but there has not been any funding for it. Um, I would be an advocate for reinstating that in some shape or form so that issues can be addressed. There are wonderful landlords out there. There are wonderful tenants out there. Um, there are some on both sides who are either damaging the property if they're the tenant or they're not providing adequate resources. I've heard, unfortunately, horror stories of places where they didn't have a front door or they had holes in the floor, uh, and that is unacceptable. So having those things straightened out needs to be part of what the job of enforcement within the city needs to be. So how will you support local businesses and encourage economic growth in our community? Um, I would support um, economic initiatives that would, um, well, one of the things, and I spoke with a business, he was talking about how difficult it was for parking, that uh, he was having, uh, uh, issue, especially during the construction. So... Uh, Targeted construction, if it's city-controlled, as I talked a bit before we got on the air, a lot of the construction that's going on lately has been state-run, both 9th Street, 8th Street. Before that, it was US 40, South A, North A, and now the bridge. Uh, those are all state projects. Uh, one of the things we could do within is, is, are there areas where we could improve parking for the local businesses, um, improve opportunities to bring more people downtown in particular. That's the area that seems it has been getting a lot of focus um, in terms of um, uh, businesses that are, are seeking support. Um, it's not the only place in town. I mean, there are other places around town where we need to still be able to address what's going on. Um, support innovation. Um, one of the things, unfortunately, downtown has uh, quite a few buildings that have out-of-state landlords who do not have any businesses. I mean, I'm going down the street and going, oh, here's a storefront that doesn't have anything in it, here doesn't have anything. And um, there are some innovative ways. Um, I've heard that Rushville has a, an interesting enforcement program to encourage business owners to either have something in there or move out so that there could be something put into there. We don't necessarily want to be just a tax write-off for somebody in another state um, with an empty building here. Uh, so some of the business would, uh, businesses would benefit by having 
every storefront full, which would then encourage people to come downtown, which would then, um, you know, nice nice mix of uh, you know support of the industry or support of the businesses with what's going on in terms of the the shoppers uh, and and so forth. Also, with the uh, opening um, of the uh, uh, rooms above the secret ingredient. There are some nice apartments that are up there. Uh, there is a long-term vision of getting um, uh, housing in this area, so that um, there's there are clients. You know, oh, I want to get a bagel. I can go downstairs and get a bagel. Um, or, uh, but then, so it's kind of that the uh, the chicken or the egg thing. Do the businesses attract the um, uh, the patrons, or do you have to have enough patrons to attract the business? And it's probably a mix of both. What steps will you take to promote sustainable and environmentally friendly practices within our city? Uh, now you're hitting on a, um, a topic that's especially close to my heart. I have been an environmentalist my entire life. I was raised in a farm where we recycled pretty much everything. Uh, I used to walk the road picking up all the aluminum cans that people would throw out along the road. Um, I have... Um, been, like I said, with, on the solid. I, I went in and talked to Mayor Snow back in 2017 about uh, uh, sustainability and association with the sustainability with the city. And he's like, well, would you like to be my representative on the local recycle board? And I said, sure, yes. So I've been on that uh, since then, working to educate about recycling and more and more opportunities. By the way, there is an e-waste collection this Thursday at noon at um, Seton High School parking lot. So if you have some electronic waste you want to get rid of this uh, November 9th, uh, you can go to the Seton Heart, uh, High School parking lot to get rid of that. Um, one of the things I'm very proud about the uh, the city council that's currently in, in um, uh, office is they passed a climate action plan for the city of Richmond uh, last fall. Within my role as city, if I were on city council, I would use that as a focus for pretty much every decision that was going on. Are the is the budget fitting within what uh, to make uh, the city more sustainable? Encouraging residents to be more sustainable. Is it going to improve the environment? Um, yeah, encourage planting of trees. Um, working to get grants that would do those kind of things. The Richmond Sanitary District is currently working on two grants that would improve recycling in Richmond. So, yeah, that <laughs> you hit on a passionate area. <laughs> What measures will you implement to ensure the safety of our neighborhoods and reduce crime rates? I would um, make sure, uh, and working within that with the budget, is to make sure that our police department is is fully funded and fully trained. Um, I've heard, um, uh, well, Mayor Snow proudly say, there have been several incidents where if the person, if the police officers who were interacting with the member, there was the members of the community that were having the issues, it could have escalated and they had the proper training to handle the situation and de-escalate the situation. Um, also, um, one of my fellow candidates, uh, Carl Reiner, Reinhardt, is um, a really big advocate and I'm picking up on this as working to uh, improve the neighborhood associations so that the neighborhood associations um, can work to build a sense of community back into the different neighborhoods. And a lot of the community issues are neighbors kind of not caring about what's going on with their neighbors. And they're, they're injuring their neighbors or just creating an atmosphere where it's not, uh, not good. Whereas 
I mean, I came from a tiny town, and if I'd actually done anything, I, my parents would have found out before I got home. <laughs> and I would, you know, it was a bit of a deterrent, and it was also, not that I was a troublemaker, but it was, you know, it, it builds a sense of community that um, I think helps take away a lot of issues that then the police don't even need to be called in and provide, provide some security and, you know, uh, a better sense of... Uh, how should I say, safety. Do you have any specific goals that you'd like to share with us now? Um, I, like I said, um, would love to have um, the environment be a focus of um, every decision that we're making. Um, and, and, you know, could we, could, within the budget, what can we do that would make Richmond more sustainable? Um, it is an attractive feature that would bring people to here. You know, we are a tree city. Uh, some people, uh, you know, that is a, a, um, a draw for some individuals. Um, having, an envir- having it be a, and we've been working on this uh, as being a bike-friendly town uh, with the Cardinal Greenway, uh, the Gorge Trail, things along those lines. All of these things would make um, uh, Richmond a, well, that would make it an attractive place for people to come to as well as businesses to come to. What made you uh, want to run for your position? I, like I said, I've been here for 24 years. Um, um, I have been involved in the Street Tree Commission, been involved in the uh, uh, the Solid Waste Recycle District, been involved in Richmond Civic Theater. Just there's so much to love about Richmond, Richmond Symphony Orchestra, all of these things. And my parents have been, um, how shall I say, my, my parents, my dad was a, a trustee in a small township in Illinois. My mother was a supervisor for the uh, township in Illinois. And I've always felt a sense of service. And I'm really thinking it's just as an extension of my service to this adopted city of Richmond. <laughs> so that's kind of at heart what I was, why I'm, why I'm doing this. <laughs> well, Ron, we got two more questions for you. Oh. And, um, and then I'm going to give you an opportunity to kind of give your final um, elevator speech or outro. <laughs> Will you build off of the previous mayor's work or will you want to start something new to catch up on something that they didn't? Um, I would, I'm a person that does best at adapting things. So um, taking a project, um, looking at it potentially with a fresh set of eyes. So the, the simple answer is yes. I would work with what the mayor has adapted and what's where we would be going forward. Um, but again, with that focus on, on the environment. <laughs> what do you think makes Richmond to someone who doesn't reside here unappealing? The, um, the thing that probably is the most unappealing are the blighted houses. Um, as you're driving down various neighborhoods, you see houses um, that are in various stages of disrepair. Uh, that probably is one of the more unappealing things about it. Um, 
and it would be, you know, uh, I'm appreciating the focus that the uh, uh, that Mayor Snow and the administration has taken over the last eight, eight years of trying to get rid of uh, uh, properties. I think there are some things that we could do both continuing on that of uh, removing blighted properties, but also um, rehabilitating some of these properties. Um, we actually met some, I met an individual at the 4th Street Fair who bought two houses in town. Uh, they moved from California so they could buy afford, actually uh, buy two houses. They're rehabilitating one to live in and one to rent. And I, that's better than tearing either of them down. So I think there are opportunities that we could encourage more of that kind of, of redevelopment to get rid of some of those eyesore properties. <laughs> All right, Ron, it's on you. Anything you want to share with the um, listeners as you, um, as you as we approach um, election on Tuesday? <laughs> yes, election is on Tuesday. Uh, well, I just appreciate this opportunity to uh, answer the questions and see what our future can hold. Um, it's that's an outstanding thing. I've always, like I said, been an advocate. I'm an educator myself. Um, I see that it, it was really the future. Um, I ran, or I have chosen to run on three uh, basic legs of my platform. Um, e for the environment. Um, I've kind of harped on that a bit here. Um, to have a quality environment, to improve the environment uh, so that living conditions can be better here in Richmond. Uh, infrastructure. Um, we need to have a solid infrastructure. Um, we've, we're having a construction fatigue, I know. Um, but having uh, these, um, uh, having a, a solid infrastructure for people and businesses to work within is crucial. And then opportunities for all. Uh, it's providing opportunities for all Richmond residents um, uh, in a variety of different ways. You mentioned housing um, as being a, a crucial one. Um, it was important uh, to you for uh, in terms of asking uh, the questions on that. Um, that's one of those components of it. Um, and I, I guess on the simple part, would appreciate your vote on uh, November 7th. All righty. Well, Ron, it has been a pleasure to learn a little bit more about you. I got a lot of other questions and a lot of <laughs> a different time. Um, thank you for coming out um, on this um, Sunday evening and joining the podcast for our future leaders. Um, out of the mouth of babes. Um, thank you. We appreciate you. And I'm sure, I'm sure we will all get together at some point because you got some wonderful things you wanted to share with us. So oh, thanks thank again. You. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you. Thank you.